Hey everyone, it's Bree. Feel free to email me any thoughts, concerns, or if you want to say hello, at askbree, A-S-K-B-R-I-E, one, two, three, at gmail.com. So I am recording from my car. I'm about to walk into work in a little bit. It's about 6.17 a.m. on the West Coast. I'm in Portland, Oregon. Um, it's supposed to be 60 today or 70 today or so and um I know it's gonna be a good day because it's been a little chilly here it snowed a little bit and I mean I never want to get super political but I mean come on if you don't believe um in global warmings you haven't been in Portland lately because it's been hot it's been cold and it's been snowing and it's it's all over the place People are getting sick because they don't know what to wear. I mean, it's a hot mess. Um, But today I just wanted to talk a little bit about just God's grace and mercy. And I wanted to give a little bit of, you know, a time um, to share um, kind of like a breakthrough that my family had this week and and a testimony. So um, as you know, you listen to my podcast, you get to know me a little bit better and I'm an open book. There's not a lot that I hide um, because my life is as a clear reflection of God's mercy and grace from conception. I know that might um, be a little bit too much, but yes, from my parents conceiving me, that was totally a miracle to where I stand today. It's nothing but God's grace. I've made a lot of mistakes. Um, I've done things that I'm, I'm proud of. I've done things that I'm not. Um, but God has definitely just been super faithful to me. But um, like every family, we've had our drama. Um, you know, my parents have had to say sorry to us several times as we've had to say sorry to them. Um, but around when I was 15 years old, my dad and my mom had a really big blow up with my brother, my older brother. He's three years older than me. I have a sister that's three years younger. And this one was one that really changed like the course of our lives for several years until actually like until yesterday. And, you know, it was just the clash of the Titans. <laughs> Maybe that's not a good reference, but whatever. Um, pretty much, you know, my, my dad is old school. Um, you know, civil rights kid, you know, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. So his thing with us growing up was always college, 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 college. And um, to me, it always kind of sounded like an idle thing. Like, if you didn't go to college, you're just wasting your time, your life. And I know that from, you know, a a parent perspective, he just wanted us to succeed and have a chance. And that if, if, to him and 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 it's still kind of true today if you don't have college or you don't have skills what are you supposed to do for a job how are you supposed to support yourself and he never wanted us to have to rely on someone else to live he never wanted us to be dependent he always wanted us to be independent of someone else and be able to provide for ourselves um but you know of course my brother at the time was 19 yeah he was 19 and um, I hope I did the math right on that. Uh, call me out if if not. Um, and he felt like he was grown and he wanted to do his own thing. And 
this fight and this turmoil had started. And see, my my brother had always been pretty rebellious, right? Like, he, if you told him to go right, he would go so far left that he would fall off the face of the earth. He had a very, very strong will. He was very intelligent, but, man, he just never really liked to listen. And my dad is kind of the same way as, and, you know, he's a very masculine man, you know, ahead of the household. And when he said something, he wanted it to be listened to and acted upon um, swiftly. And so very long story short, there became a clash and it became very clear that, you know, either listen to my rules or you get out. You know, my, my brother was being very disrespectful. Um, you know, at, at the time my parents felt like maybe he was dabbling in a little bit of drinking, a little bit of weed. Um, weed at that time was very illegal and could, um, definitely, um, get you locked up in jail and him also being a brown boy you know that doesn't help matters um but I just remember one day you know my dad said what are you gonna do you need to get a job you need to go to college and he said I'm gonna go and I'm going to look for a job and so he um went and he looked for a job and never came back or maybe he said he was looking for a job but I'm not sure if he actually did and so I remember my parents freaking out, and of course, you know, I think it's it's throughout the United States, but when somebody goes, quote-unquote, missing, you have to wait 24 hours before they file a police report. So that, I remember that was the longest 24 hours um, that I had ever faced, my family had ever faced, and, you know, after 24 hours was up, they, you know, put out a missing person report, and they ended up finding him, and he made it very clear that, you know, he's okay, but he doesn't want to have any contact with the family, and so that became something that was very devastating to all of us, because he was choosing not to speak to us, not that something happened, it was decided, you know, he, and at this time, did not want to have any sort of communication, so that was definitely devastating to my parents, and... And and to our whole community, I mean, my parents were very involved in the church and the community group. And, you know, of course, there was just a lot of prayers at that time and, and, and prayers that continued over the years just for our peace of mind. Because, I mean, just to to feel that void is it's not possible. Um, and so my dad, you know, there was a lot of humbling of himself. There was a lot of prayer. There's a lot of the Lord showing him um areas that he had maybe failed us as a father or he could have been a little bit more gentler or, or showed a little bit more grace or mercy or, or that he just didn't have the skills um or the mindset to to lead us at that particular time and so he just became this you know he was always a prayer warrior but at that time you know sometimes when you know you're you know, your 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 head is against the rock and you just feel like, man, I just really don't have anything else. That's, that's the a time where you really press into the Lord. And I remember him and my mom just really pressing in with the with themselves and with the saints. And, you know, um, I had run into him a couple of times um, in downtown Portland. And so I had physically seen that he was OK and we had had, a, a, you know, a conversation. But still, there was no outer con contact to our family and and so we just continued to pray and pray and pray and my dad used to always say you know I know that my prodigal son is coming home and he used to declare it and you know the Lord talks about how you know our prayers don't fall on deaf ears he hears everything he knows you know all the the hairs that are on our head he also knows every tear that 
you know, we have cried. And so it was interesting because, you know, um, of course, in the time of social media, he was on different platforms and my friends had reached out to him and I told him, you know, it'd be nice for you to see their, your, your, your parents, you know, they're not getting any younger, um, you know, no day is, is guaranteed to us. You know, we live moment by moment because we just never know when we're going to be called as believers to go home. And even if you're not a believer, like death is something that is final and something that is promised to all of us, right? Many have tried to escape it and have not uh, succeeded. And, you know, um, in these last couple weeks, our prayers have been answered and he has opened up communication with our parents. And actually this last Saturday, we actually met him and it was just so surreal because, you know, we're just chilling on a Saturday, um, reading the newspaper and stuff. And he gives my parents a call and says, Hey, I'm going to be downtown. You know, can we meet up? And I mean, I don't think we even showered. We just hopped on the good foot and we went. And it was weird because it wasn't weird. It wasn't awkward. It was like he hadn't been gone at all. Like we we hadn't even missed a beat. And, you know, my sister, um, shout out to her. Hey, Chaz. She is very passionate about the youth. She's very passionate about being a foster mom and even adopting kids. And so she this last weekend was away at parenting classes um, through the state of Oregon so she could be certified to be an adoptee parent. And so she didn't get to come to um, our meetup with our brother. And she was just kind of like, like dazed and confused. Like, how did this happen? Like, when did this happen? Um, because, you know, now I'm, I'm, I'm 29. And so he's been gone for a minute and she just wondered, was it, you know, was it awkward? Did he have a lot to say? Did you guys hash anything out? You know, what, what's the tea? What, what really happened? And when I tell you that it just went so smoothly and God clearly was there and, you know, we had a great meal and we're actually going to meet up later this week and so that is my mini testimony for this morning and I just want to encourage anyone that's listening um you know your prayers are are going to be answered they're going to be answered God hears you and you know it might not be on our timing but but God will come through for you and as he has come through for our family this time and so many other times and you know a lot of it sometimes it just feels like a waiting game and it can be super tedious and and there's still things that I am waiting for but when I say that you know just even this experience this last experience this past Saturday just you know, it just has a way of, you know, just encouraging your spirit and, and, and lifting up your faith because God is a good God and he really cares for us, you know. Like my, my friend um, Ebony, shout out to her always. We always laugh because there's a song that's like, you're a good, good father, it's who you are. And we always laugh because that was the theme of like 2016. That song came out and it was everywhere. And you can still like hear it. Um, 
you know, in different church groups and on the radios here and there. But man, 2016, that was the song. But I just, I, I just love that song a little bit more intensely today because it's so true. I mean, the Bible talks about like how, you know, when we have children in our, you know, earthly bodies, right? Like if our child asked us for bread, we wouldn't give them a snake. And that's the same way that God views us. We're his children. He loves us. He gives us what he, what we need. And, and a lot of it, you know, again, it is the timing and it's in his timing and it's perfect. It might not seem perfect, but it is. And so, yeah, I just, I don't want to ramble and keep everyone too long, but that is a small, you know, victory um, that we have shared as a family this weekend. And so I just hope that everyone that's listening just is super encouraged and, you know, just keeps their head lifted up to the Lord and their hearts and their, you know, and their spirits just steadfast in his word because he is so, so good. Even when we are trifling, because Lord knows I am not perfect. I have my ways and there's things that God has to heal me from. And there's sins that I have to confess in the Lord. And, you know, I listened to a sermon today from um, Revelation Revelations Church, sorry, <laughs> it's early, um, and it was talking about, um, you know, the the power of fire prayer, the the power of of prayer when you declare that this is what is going to happen in Jesus' name. How you know the enemy is binded, and when we use the word binded, that means that he cannot be released in the Lord in the heavens, like and and the angels just you know all of heaven just stands behind us. Like when we say that we're not going to be addicted to this, we're not going to watch porn anymore, we're not going to overeat, we're not going to just give into the desires of our flesh. That that we bind the enemy. Up. Up and he can no longer have control of the situation. He can no longer, you know, hurt us. That we are not falling into temptation. That we are going into true repentance. And when we say true repentance, that means that if you're going right, you turn around and you go left. So that is what repentance is. Is when you have a repentant heart, that means the action that you're doing is stopping, and you're going to go the other way. And so, um. It was, yeah, just about, just talking about prayer and that we are, you know, God's chosen ones, that, that God wants, has chosen really all of us. He, he wants all of us to be with him, but he will knock on the door and people will choose. They have to choose if they want to open God as a gentleman. He will never force himself on us. And so we have to to physically choose to obey to listen to have a conversation to have a dialogue dialogue is two-way we have to choose to want to dwell with the lord um and that is possible for all of us but again it's a choice anyway to say that god is so good he answered our prayers and i will keep you posted on how our relationships develops and deepens with our brother. And, you know, I just felt so just happy for my dad because I'm not a parent, but I can only imagine, you know, your son walking away and, like, choosing not to want to be, like, in fellowship with you, not have a conversation, not have a dialogue. But but he's home now. Um, he's not physically, like, living in our house anymore. You know, he's grown, and he has his own place downtown Portland. But... We're in communication, so um, I hope you all enjoyed my little testimony. 
Um, and I hope it encourages you again, feel free to email me at askbree123, A-S-K-B-R-I-E-123 at gmail.com. Um, and if you need some encouragement, please follow me on Instagram, Brie Fallow, B-R-I-E-F-A-L-O-U-G-H. And, um, just remember that it can be several years that, something that you've been you know hoping and praying for uh to to come to pass so be encouraged love you all live loved bye-bye